why couples argue about money on this segment of It's Scary to Marry. What's up, Brave Arts community? This is Sean Heineman here with another segment of It's Scary to Be Merry, wanting you to love fearlessly. And today's topic, we're going to discuss money. First of all, let me say I am not the financial guru. There are millions of people that you can probably uh, talk to about finances. But I do want to talk about, in particular, the way couples deal with money. Um, I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey and his work, and I've been following him for years. And uh, I've worked my way to having a good credit score and eliminating debt, things like that nature that I have worked with my spouse and just some tips that, that worked for us and things that I have gleaned from other couples as well when it comes to finances. So let's jump into this. Got some information for you. You know, I don't like to talk out the side of my neck. I like to have statistics to back up what I'm discussing. I looked up on investopedia.com and they said this, that 59% of adults in the U.S. admit to living check to check and six-figure income makers living check to check is around 18%. And they pulled that from a Charles Schwab 2019 Modern Wealth Index Survey. So 59% of adults in the U.S. admit living to check to check been there before it's real it can be stressful when you living from check to check trying to pay the bills i get it uh, but i want to get us to a place where we can work on our finances where you don't have to live check to check where you can have an overflow opposed to having a bunch of debt and sometimes you know you have more month uh than finances you know it just seems like these bills keep piling up but let's talk about ways we can eliminate debt as well. Now, I want to discuss this because I do believe that stewardship plays a big part in finances. And I know a lot of times, especially for my ladies, I know y'all love to have a this this buzzword now is six income uh, uh, man, you know, the six figure income guy. Right. I know Kevin Samuels talk about this a lot. But the thing that we don't discuss about six figure income makers is are they good stewards over the money that they have? I guess that's the question. Are they good stewards over the money that they have? Because I know a couple of six-figure income makers and they're broke. Like they live in check to check as the stats show that 18% of those people um, live check to check. So it's really about stewardship. No matter how much money they make and if they if they lifestyle is requiring all of their hundred thousand dollars a year, that puts you in the same situation as someone who makes, say, forty thousand dollars a year. Right. So it's really about good stewardship and what we have been entrusted with. Now, of course, I've been doing this study with Dave Ramsey, and he said that money fights are the second leading cause of divorce behind infidelity. I've had those money fights before, um, you know, going through a divorce. I've I've been there before. So I'm, I'm talking from experience as well that finances can really put a strain on a marriage. And that's not saying that you have to be rich because I believe rich is subjective. Uh, wealthy is subjective. It just depends on on who it is. But this is why it's important to have a plan. 
86% of couples married five years or less started off in the red. And he's addressing finances. This is according to Dave Ramsey. Twice the number of their older counterparts. 86% of couples married five years or less started off in the red. I believe a lot of that might come from poor planning before marriage. Uh, and then no knock against anybody who does this, but then haven't, maybe you want to have a big exquisite wedding, you know, uh, my wife and I, we, we, you know, when we got married, we just eloped. We had, uh, the pastor, our cameraman, we rented out the church, the pastor, the cameraman and a witness. That's all we had. It was just us. And we didn't, we spent less than a thousand dollars on our, on our, uh, on our wedding. I think we spent more. Yeah, we spent way more on our honeymoon than we did our wedding. And I'm so glad that we decided to make that choice because it helped us financially, especially when it came to me relocating, moving to Texas and then starting all over again. And uh, I'm glad that we made that decision because financially we were in a good place. We didn't start off in the red. Uh, as the statistics show when you go into marriage, you do not want to go into marriage with money problems. It, it just starts the marriage off on a bad foot. And this is why it's important to ask your potential spouse how they feel about money. What's their backstory on money? Uh, you know, especially what's your credit score? Like how how is that looking? Are you able to afford certain things, uh, you know, with credit? Because think about this with credit, you can't even get an apartment you got to have good credit just to get your own place nowadays. You know, you got to at least have a, a 650 credit score to get an apartment, no matter how much money you make. And again, like I said, it boils back down to stewardship. Ramsey Solutions says one third of people who say they argue with their spouse about money say they hid a purchase from their spouse because they knew their partner would not approve. And I'm going to talk about this later on. I want to discuss uh, how important communication is in marriage, because if you're hiding purchases, I mean, I only can imagine, you know, you're about to go out to dinner and she got on some some bad red bottoms or something. I don't know, whatever, you know, people wear whatever the ladies wear. And he's like, where those shoes came from? She's like, I had these for a long time. And you just like they're scratching your head like, oh, I ain't know that you know but this is why you got to have these conversations because if not them bank account statements come and you're wondering why you're in a negative uh those who say they have a great marriage are twice as likely to talk about money daily or weekly compared to those who say their marriage is okay and i'm throwing up my air quotes or in crisis this is important because uh for my wife and i we've practiced the habit of um talking about finances daily sometimes or yeah daily and even weekly when we get paid or bi-weekly that's when we really have the the big heavy uh conversations about money but daily you know we check in our accounts you got your app on your phone you know what's coming out you know make sure that you check those things or hey babe don't spend any money this week because we don't have this or that you know you got to have those open lines of communication because we got to pay this. We got to pay that. So don't spend any money this week. And I'm also going to talk about some ways how I believe we can improve on um, saving finances and having just good overall communication when it comes to money. Because money fights are the worst, man. Because if you just don't have the money, you just don't have the money. And y'all both sitting there looking crazy. Now you got to go take some money from, from mom. Now you got to ask mom for 
you know, $150 or you got to go to uh, those loan places where they just, you know, take all of your money. You just don't want to put yourself in those situations. And I think a lot of times we don't have those conversations when we're growing up as kids. We don't have the money conversation um, growing up. We don't understand debt, any of that. We just kind of go about our way, right? We get a, uh, a a credit card in the mail. You know, they charging us these high interest rates. But as a the youngster, you know, you're just happy to have a credit card. You know you can't afford it, but you're just happy to go ahead and spend some money, some money that you don't have. And then the snowball effect, it just keeps rolling because as you get older, you never really understand good money, uh, good financial planning and stewardship. I once heard a pastor say, if I saw your bank account statement, I could tell what you value. So what are your values when it comes to finances? I know you got the bills to pay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be uh, the Grinch when it comes to finances. I like to spend money. I like nice things. I get that. Don't we all? But at the same time, we have to see what we're valuing and what we put our money into. Are you investing in stocks and, and savings and uh, Roth IRAs, just different things to keep your money growing and working for you. And then even like tithing, if you're a believer, tithing is important. Uh, are you into philanthropy? Are you into giving? Because I believe when you're giving, it helps, it multiplies, it comes back in your life, whether if that's through health, whether that's through finances, giving is so important. I can say for a fact that I know a lot of people, businesses or their personal life might be struggling because they don't believe in sowing into others. Um, that's one law of the land that I have never seen fail is giving to others and, and what you believe in, whatever that cause is. If you believe in something, I believe that you should give into that. Now, let's jump into this three ways to solve money arguments. And this is just what I compiled through my personal life and through study. Uh, good communication management comes from great communication, structure, and discipline. That comes with having those tough conversations about money. Did you overspend too much? Did you see that dress that you just wanted to have or those shoes that you wanted to have and you didn't go over that with your spouse? You have to make sure that you're open about those things because if not, it's going to come back to bite you later. I would even say as far as before you make a certain purchase over a certain amount of money, Make sure that you call your spouse and be like, hey, I'm in the moment right now. I'm feeling these shoes or I'm feeling whatever, you know, uh, lawnmower equipment. I don't know, whatever you like doing yard work. I found this on sale. I found that. Make sure that you had that conversation first before you make the purchase. And if your spouse isn't feeling that or your significant other isn't feeling that, you just can't do it. Right. And this is why I think it's important that. uh you both have allowances and, and I'll talk about that as well. But let's jump into that. Another way to solve money arguments is, is to have an allowance and even having your own separate account. I believe you should have you a joint account where you can put all the money in together and, and uh, pay all your bills and then even having your own personal separate account because I believe that helps give you your own freedom financially. It helps... Um, you just be your own individual, right? So maybe if you want to do something for your spouse, um, you know, you don't have to go and ask them, hey, can I take this money out the account or whatever? You already got your own account set up. So if you want to do something nice for them, you can save that money, pull that money out and you can buy them something. I think that's important for you to have your own allowance. Now, whatever that amount is, that's, a, that's between y'all. 
but I think having a, a, a bi-weekly allowance is important. And if you spent all your money within those two weeks, then that's on you. You just got to wait until y'all get paid again. You know, and that's that's what happens when you end up uh, overspending on the budget. Because some things about a budget, here's the thing about budgets. Budgets, people don't like them because it put restrictions on your finances, right? It tells you, your budget tells you what you can afford and what you can't afford. So if both of y'all combined together is making $100,000 a year, or say your monthly bills are... Um, you know, your, your lifestyle requires $10,000 a month to live, but you're only making $8,000 a month. Then there's some things you're just going to have to cut out, you know, until you can get to a place where either you're going to make more money or either you're going to, uh, cut some expenses to make sure that you're living within your budget. I know that isn't popular, but I'm just trying to help somebody because you can always, uh, too many people, they they live above their means and then they wonder where their money go. They make good money. They just live above their means. They just have a fancy lifestyle. I believe that you should live below your means. So when things do happen, then you're able uh, um, to to make the necessary changes because you're living below your means. Uh, okay, and I got off on a tangent. Okay, so three ways to save money arguments. The first one was uh, good money management. Uh, and the second one was having allowances. And the last one is, I believe that you should know who's the saver and who's the spender. Um, accept your realities and try to find a common ground where both parties are satisfied. You got to know who's the saver and the spender because y'all both can hold each other accountable. And I think that's kind of like the yin and the yang in the, in the financial relationship. I think that's good because one of you might really be a stickler for saving. One of y'all might like to always have a good time. And then I believe that y'all can kind of mesh together to make it work, you know, and kind of break each other out of uh, of the norms of your own personal life because you just always like saving and saving and you never have any fun. But then there's somebody who's always spending and spending, but you got debt up to your eyeballs and your credit score is 600, you know? So I think it's important that you have to know who's who and accept that. And being able to uh, work together over time to have a common cause. I do have one last thing I would like to address. Here's the tip. This is the tip for finances. Tell your money where to go. And if not, your money will control you. Have a mutual plan for your spouse or your significant other. When I say tell your money where to go, what does that look like? That looks like, you know, you want a certain amount of money saved or, uh, you know, a certain amount of debt you won't pay it off, whether that's student loans or credit cards, because the thing that people don't talk about with debt is it's always taking your money. And that's why you never have any money, because if you want to have a good credit score, you got to make sure your payments are on time uh, and you got to put down more than what's required. So that looks like a certain amount saved. If you want to have twenty five thousand dollars saved up, have a plan for that. Uh, paying off debt. You want to be debt free? Have a plan for that. There's some sacrifices that got to be made and it's okay. Make the necessary sacrifices so you can win in the end. Maybe you want a family vacation. Maybe you want to travel out the country, you know, and when you go on vacation, you want to make sure that you still have enough money uh, while you're on vacation, you know, and not spend your last dollar going on vacation and then you worried about uh, when you get back because you don't have any money and you broke you know you might as well just stay home if you can go on a vacation and you can't enjoy yourself what's the sense in going on a vacation 
I know I was kind of long-winded about this, but I'm really passionate about finances because uh, I do believe that that can either help a, a relationship or can destroy a relationship because I've been on both ends of the spectrum where I didn't have uh, a, a penny to my name, but then there's you know been times where I have been blessed exceedingly abundantly, you know, so I've been on both ends. And I just want to try to help couples and make sure that this isn't something that's going to destroy relationships because I believe this is something that we don't discuss enough when it comes to relationships. I believe other races do, but I don't think, especially in the African community, African-American community, we don't, don't discuss it as much. Thanks again for watching the video. Uh, even if you're listening to this in podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would love to hear from you. Give me an honest rating. Uh, if you're watching this in uh, a video, if you're watching my handsome face in this video, uh, make sure you leave a comment below. I would love to hear um, about you concerning finances and what is your biggest concern when it comes to finances? Do you and your significant other have a healthy relationship about finances or are y'all struggling in that area? Uh, let me know. Let me know in the comments below. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and share this video with someone. I hope this video has helped you. I am Sean Heineman at It's Scary to Be Married, wanting you to love fearlessly. Take care, people.